0: Welcome tribe, my name is Teresa Morcho and you are listening to The Fairy Stud Mother. Join me as I get real and transparent about my internal battle between my masculine and my feminine energy through the power of storytelling. My goal is to create a safe space for people of all sexual identities to tell stories about how we found our power by rebelling against society and gender norms. Sit back, get cozy, and let my fairy dust take you for a once upon a time ride. Before we get started, I would love for you to join me at studmodelproject.com. This is a very unique creative company that I created for masculine presenting lesbians of color. If you are looking for stock photos, if you are looking for a creative experience, or if you want to join us as one of the models on staff, definitely contact us and let us know what you're looking for and we will be more than happy to accommodate all your creative needs. It's a unique experience for LGBTQ-friendly organizations and brands. All right, Tribe, listen up, because this is going to be a juicy one. So this is my first episode, of course. So let's just dive right into it, because I know what you came for, and I'm just going to give it to you, right? Right, so we're going to talk about all things sexuality, sexual orientation, gender, and how we all present that to the world, all right? So I'm going to tell you my story, and a little bit of that is just going to be a lot of um, experiences that I've had as I have traveled through this journey called life. I always knew I was different. Not a run fast, dance well, or a genius kind of different, but that kind of different that felt like a war was going on inside me. And I couldn't identify who was winning. See, I grew up in a very polarized world. I come from Cameroon, West Africa. And in my world, men were masculine and dominant. Women were feminine and submissive and both were very heterosexual. My friends would daydream about their future husband and their kids and their white picket fence. And to me, the only option that felt normal was declaring I would be that single rich auntie with no kids and I would spoil all my nieces and nephews rotten. This declaration came from a place of complete disconnect. I simply couldn't relate. I couldn't relate to the traditional, patriarchal home structure, at least so I thought. The thing is this, I didn't know back then that that was what that disconnect was. I didn't know that I had options I was, it wasn't until I was in my early thirties that I learned that gender identity, sexual identity, sexual orientation, and how we all choose to present that is all (laughs) interchangeable. It's almost like all of these things are separate blocks. And when whoever decides to create us, I call her God, decides to create us, it just doesn't always look the way society says it should look. After all, society only knows what they know, right? So let me explain. A person can be born with female organs, identify as a man, be submissive, be gay, and present feminine. I hope I didn't lose you. Let's try another one. All right. So a person can be born male, identify as a man, be submissive, be straight, and present feminine. I'm sure you guys have seen this before. Um, So there are some people out there, like there is a guy that I know and I follow, on TikTok who is amazing and I just love him for his flamboyancy and his authenticity but he shows up as a straight man who is looking for partners looking for a, for a woman um but he loves to dress as a woman like he likes to wear dresses he doesn't want to change his gender but he likes to wear dresses I don't know what his sexual um identity is as far as how he presents himself in bed because that's none of my business right however that in itself can be a complete shock to some women who maybe you have a guy who's straight who is um you know masculine presenting um and who is very submissive in bed he may want you to take charge he may like a more dominant woman so i say all this to say when you see someone, realize that we are no longer in this society that is so polarized. So I will go back to my story. So I hope I didn't lose you in all of that. So in my story, I am growing up a kid in Cameroon and all I see is a man who's dominant and takes care of his family and a woman who is feminine and submissive and nurtures her kids and and is that role but I didn't relate to all of one side. It's almost like I had this part of me who wanted to take care of my home, who wanted to provide for my family, who wanted to be the head of household. However, I wanted to be a mom and I wanted to feel that nurturing aspect of of femininity. Um, But if you're looking at me in bed, I can be very aggressive, I can be very dominant. However, I am gay and you know, I'm a lesbian. So there's these dynamics in people that when we see them up front, we don't see that part, you know, and we judge them based on what society tells us that they should be. So when you see a man, you expect them to be dominant. You expect him to look masculine. And when you see a woman, you expect the same. So This entire movement of being authentic to oneself is very empowering. If you can tap into what side of the spectrum you fall under, let me, let me take it back just a second. So growing up again, when you're talking about a polarized world, it's one or two, but When we're talking about gender, gender, it's not one or two. Gender is 1.1, 1.2, 1.3. And if you want to take it even further, it could be 1.11, 1.12. What I'm saying is there is no male and female full stop. There's everything else in between. And then when you take outside of that gender, now you're talking about someone's um, gender identity what they feel they are, right? And there's some people who don't understand that. And they don't understand. And I am almost ashamed to say I was one of those people. I was one of those people who thought if you were born woman and you transition into a man, you date women, duh. And if you dated anything else outside of that, I thought it was weird. I thought it was I don't know, another level of gayness. So I didn't know that either. I had to do a lot of self-work to understand what the dynamics is. So unfortunately, in the LGBTQ community, we have roped transgender into this because it gives a level of protection under that umbrella. But in reality... Transgender is under female, male. So when you think about it that way, you realize that a woman can be gay, straight, or bi. A man can be gay, straight, or bi. So a trans person can be straight, gay, or bi. Get where I'm going? So if a person is born woman, or female rather, and they identify as male, that has absolutely nothing to do with their sexual orientation. They can also be gay where they date other men. That does not make them heterosexual. I hope I didn't lose you. I know it gets really complicated, especially if you're not doing the work to really understand what all of this means, right? So going back to my story, I knew that there was a lot of masculine energy that resides in me. I remember when I went, so I was raised Catholic and I remember going to church for my holy, my first Holy Communion and I was donning this beautiful lace white dress, white gloves. My hair was done up really pretty and I just remember feeling out of place in this. It was just too ultra-feminine. I mean, I didn't mind a dress here and there. I didn't mind my hair done up here and there. But there was something about that moment that made me feel submissive. That made me feel like I couldn't be the dominant, powerful roughhouse that I I had known to be. And that I felt within me. And there was this war going on. And I just remember that day feeling just out of place. I just remember wanting to get out of that dress that dress as fast as I could. I got home and I look at pictures back then and I just was so upset. I looked so upset, so mad, every picture. And as soon as my mom said, all right, you can go change for your party. Oh man, the light that came over me. I went to put on my jeans, I went to put on regular clothes, pants, pants that allowed me to feel free and comfortable to be the tomboy that was already brewing inside of me. So I grow up now and I am in my adult years and I still battled with that. You know, I would get into relationships where my partners would limit me sexually just because I played the role of this feminine woman and I couldn't do certain things in the bedroom. And I didn't understand that because I said we are in a lesbian relationship. So anything we do in the bedroom is a, it's lesbian sex, I thought. But the world we live in says if you are masculine, there are just certain things you don't do in the bedroom. And unfortunately, us as lesbians have adopted that mentality and that that stereotype. We are lesbian women, but we practice certain patriarchal um, traditions within our homes, you know? Um, And I'm ashamed to say that that's something that I did in the past. And sometimes I think I still do subconsciously. And it is very difficult to break that when that is what you see. That is what you, you are told a marriage should look like, a relationship should look like. It should be a balance of feminine and masculine and dominant and submissive and and up and down and tops and bottoms. And it should be a balance of that. But what if that balance needs to reside in you? What if that balance is that you should accept that there is a duality inside of you as well? You see, I believe that masculine is the doing and feminine is the feeling. Masculine is the action and feminine is the spirituality behind the action, the emotions behind the action. And sometimes when we meet men who can't tap into that emotion, they're almost negating or neglecting their feminine energy. And when we see women who can't tap into the doing aspect It's almost like you're neglecting your masculine energy. So, in this day, in today's world, I want to challenge you. I want to challenge you to look into the mirror one day and try to figure out if you are off balance. If you are tapping way too much and you're doing masculine energy and not feeling enough, or are you tapping too much in your feeling emotion, feminine energy, and not doing enough? Because that shows up in so many ways in our jobs, in our homes, in our relationships, and how we parent our children. So again, I challenge you to think of men, women, not as, an, as a biological being, but look past that and try to understand who that person is what energy is dominant to them what is their sexual orientation what is their gender identity what is their sexual identity and when you see them present as feminine don't assume that you know any of the th- any of the latter of the three get to know people be open-minded and tap into your curiosity. You will be surprised what part of the world opens up, opens up, excuse me, to you. So in conclusion, I love you tribe. I bring all this in love and in my experience. And if you love what you're hearing so far, please, 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 listen to my podcast, leave a comment, and continue to come back and listen. I will drop a new episode at least twice a month on every other Sunday. I love you and this is your fairy stud mother.